0: This is Hans Scheil from the Finishing Well podcast. On Finishing Well, we help you make godly choices about Medicare, long-term care, and your money. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and choosing the Truth Podcast Network.
1: This is the Truth Network.
2: And we are still Samless in Seattle today on the Masculine Journey. As, uh, wow, um, Sam's been traveling all around. He's got some amazing stories we're going to get to share here in a couple of weeks when we finally get him back. We miss him tremendously. But, you know, deep in the art of North Carolina, <laughs> we are the only Masculine Journey Shore I'm aware of that has an art. And so, (laughs) and a science, and we also have shortimus, but (laughs) now that's a combo. Yeah. But anyway, Art has decided to take on the clip where no man has gone before. So, you know, the subject, I'll let Rodney explain it and then we'll go to
3: Art's clip. So we're talking tonight about the Last Supper. What it means to you as a disciple of Jesus, a man and a believer, and what does that mean for your walk in your life? Because that night of the Last Supper, there's so much going on there where you've got betrayal, which he predicts, you know, that Judas actually, you know, carries out. You've got the denial of all of that, you know, surely it's not I. And then you've got the beautiful, wonderful uh, my body given for you. In remembrance of me and also the cup which is poured out, which is the new covenant in my blood. You've got that beautiful picture of the forgiveness going to come in his body that's about to happen within the next 24 hours. And then, which the part that really baffled me was all this confrontation of the disciples arguing with each other like, who's the greatest? I'm like, that just baffled me completely as to how they would be thinking about that at that time. But then I realized, yeah, I'm a Pretty much an idiot too. I do that all the time. So
2: if you think that baffled you, wait till you hear Art's clip. <laughs> so I'm not gonna let Art set it up. You just listen to this clip and think. Now what does this have to do with the Last Supper? Especially if you're a kosher Jew. So just saying. I want a
4: hamburger, no a cheeseburger. I want a hot dog. I want a milkshake. I want potato You'll chips. You'll get nothing and like it.
2: There you go. That's from the movie Caddyshack, and um, so Art, take it from here.
4: Yeah. So there's. Uh, I think the the what what Sam was getting at here is the idea that uh, you don't always get what you want, but you get what you need. And the Lord gave us what what we need uh, with the Last Supper, with His bread, His His body, and the drinking of his blood and other things you know we may want them and we talked about getting older here over the last couple shows and some of us talked about trying to eat better those things you know cheeseburgers and hot dogs and milkshakes a lot of us are cutting cutting back on that kind of thing but uh it's really but and we, we don't need them we don't need them really you know we may want them but uh it's it's not the healthiest of food, and any of those things mentioned, but um, but um, but we do have uh, Jesus and His Word in the Last Supper, and uh, that's what's important. And with that, we, we have eternal life, and uh, that's that's what we need. And He said, Jesus says, the Bible says that we will have all things given unto us if we believe Him.
2: Yeah, and it's fascinating to me when you think about this clip, Art, that, you know, you know, with everything with Thanksgiving, right? <laughs> and, and so don't lose the mic, Art, because I'm coming back. You see, see, last week, your, your topic was, right, that, 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 you know, what do we tell someone that's going through this big struggle? Like, you're going to get cancer and you're going to like it. <laughs> okay. It, it's really, I mean, to some extent... It, it's it's kind of what we face but at the same point in time apparently robbie needed to get off his high horse at some point in time and so he gave me some opportunities to fall off that horse because it was what i really needed right it's and and in your case i'm sure it's exactly the same is that re- can you relate
0: and and off the boat and off the tree right
2: I, yeah so many falling things. is something i've become <laughs> very artful at
4: um well i don't i don't know i would say he gave me uh the opportunity to come be on this show and it it has been it was something that uh came uh it was truly given to me i didn't seek it uh, i didn't uh i didn't even know about this show actually but sorry robbie but uh it's understandable yeah um but uh, i had a chance to come and and it has uh helped me a lot it's something i need i need to be here i need to Hear the guys talk and uh, be a part of this program. Um, Whereas, uh, you know, it it wasn't even something I I knew I needed, but I I received it. So.
3: And we didn't know we needed you, but we do. And (laughs) that it's an amazing thing, really. Is I mean, yeah, um, it's it's
2: it's very true that. He's become a big part of who we are, and I can't imagine the group without him at this point in time. Right, Right, Shortimus?
1: (laughs) Uh, We've been talking about Maximus. Your geezerness. Out out of of Gladiator, and so guess what they tagged me with? Shortimus Minimus. (laughs) Kickboxerous. Well, the reason that I uh, asked for the mic is because I wanted to give credit to my sweetheart, because she's the one really responsible for it. Uh, she had gotten leery of me driving at night. Uh, not before I got my cataract surgery, it was even worse. So she recruited Art to come with, with me. And so uh, it was a blessing not only to Art, but to me as well. Uh, because it, it allows me to come without her being upset, wondering you know am I gonna make it back home or am I gonna end up in the ditch somewhere so uh, but I want to give credit to to my sweetheart because it, as we've often said, God works in strange ways to bring about good things and uh, this was one of them
2: that really 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 is yeah, so. she's a good recruiter yeah, absolutely so Andy. It, it, there comes a point where you you know it's your turn
5: and that is now yeah okay so my clip is from um, the shack and if you know the Shack um, the picture of God there's there's pictures in the Bible of God being having a, being a father but there's also a picture of him being mother and they kind of play the character takes on that personification of a, a mother God. Um, please don't get lost in that because it really tells a good story and, and really how God can relate to us. But you have Mac, who has his daughter has been murdered, and he didn't really feel like it was fair, and he really harbored a lot of stuff against God. And it's kind of interesting. I was trying to find this uh, a clip where they sit down and have a, a supper, but in doing so, I found actually where they're preparing for supper, and Mac is making bread with the father or mother God, and uh, in doing so, they have a dialogue about what he's been through with his daughter passing away and how it relates to how God actually had to do, uh, sacrifice his son. And this whole dialogue is great, and I'll talk a little bit about it after we come back.
6: Press out, fold back, rotate. All the to it. I know the great Gulf areas between us, back. You may not believe it, but I am especially fond of you. I want to heal that wound that's grown inside you and between us. There's no easy answer that'll take your pain away. No instant fix that's enduring. Life takes a bit of time and a lot of relationship. Relationship? You're the almighty God, right? You know everything. You're everywhere all at once. You have limitless power. Yet somehow, you let my little girl die. When she needed you most, you abandoned her. I never left her. If you are who you say you are, where were you when I needed you? Son, when all you see is your pain, you lose sight of me. Stop talking in riddles. How can you say that you will help me when you couldn't help her? Because of you, she's gone. Unless you can change that, I will never be free. The truth sets everyone free. And the truth has a name. He's over in his woodshed right now, covered in sawdust. Truth? Hmm? I know that story. You left him, too. Seems like you have a bad habit of turning your back on those you supposedly love. I'm not who you think I am. He said it himself. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? You misunderstand the mystery. Don't ever think that what my son chose to do didn't cost us both dearly. Love always leaves a mark. We were there together. I never left, and I
5: never left you. I never left this. So you just hear the, the pain in his voice, but you think about... Uh, you know, the pain that these disciples, I mean, Jesus has come along and he's become their hero, and he just was ripping the rug right out from under him when he's telling them what's about to happen. And it's got to be, it's, it gets into God's plan. Obviously, we all love God's plan in retrospect, but they didn't fully understand it at that point in time. <laughs> Mac didn't really understand it in his the scenario, you know, no, God didn't cause his daughter to be killed, but... You know, he gave God gave man free will, but God was working on that and uh, it working to reconcile them. If you see the movie, it does, it's a beautiful process of how the Trinity walks Mac through that healing, and it just the whole thing about the the Last Supper is it had to be a crazy time because again, these guys thought Jesus was gonna, you know, take over Rome or you know. Fight back! They thought he was bringing a military-based kingdom, and he had been saying all along that it was not his kingdom of wasn't of this world. But it's just a, a good picture. And then I think about what that whole thing of the Last Supper really gives you. I think about Revelation three twenty, where it talks about, "Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Um, if you open the door, I'll come into it and have dinner with you." Essentially, and just the beauty of that. Of that's what it was all about. That. Last Supper was about the first supper of many suppers that we should have with Him. It opened up the ability to have this communion with Him that really wasn't possible before then.
2: For eternity. For eternity. Right, right. And, you know, for those of us who, you know, truly love the Word, and I can't help but think about it, Mm -hmm. you know, clearly that, you know, His body is the Word. Mm-hmm. And it clearly is, and as you partake of it, right? But, you know, I think about it actually every time I take communion, which is quite often, and and as I'm crunching it, I think you're chewing on these words of God, and they're becoming part of you. Mm-hmm. And there's promises in those words, like there's promises in that blood that that you're going to drink, and it it builds comfort. It's mm-hmm. like comfort, the ultimate comfort, comfort food. food that's right, 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 yeah. right. It's
5: Jesus was a southerner, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, apparently ate supper. That's what Danny told me. <laughs> that's I, <know>. right. <laughs> I knew so, we didn't, I, we'd make it back to supper eventually. So, Jim, you've been holding your tongue over there, so let it low.
0: Yeah, and it's bleeding from biting it. Mm-hmm. Uh no oh no yeah I did something wrong again. It's been, it's been, no 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 no. <laughs> actually a, that was a wonderful clip. Ptolemy. I, I actually heard in that for maybe the first time the pain God was yeah. suffering. Yeah. Truth Jesus was and the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. had to be part of that yeah. too. Um, <clears throat> my clip starts with one small voice although it's bold but this comes on the. The tail end of a what was turning into a brawl among many powerful people that had to undertake what was considered by some an impossible task, and uh, this is from the Lord of the Rings, and this is when they are determining who will be part of the Fellowship of the Rings. Crank it up. I will
5: take the ring to Mordor, though
6: I do not know the way. I will help you bear this burden, Frodo Reims, as long as it is yours to bear. by my life or death I can protect you, I will. You have my sword. And
4: you have my bow.
2: And my axe.
4: You carry the face of his own little one.
6: This is indeed the will of the council. Then Gondor will see it done. There! Mr. Frodo's not going anywhere without me. No, indeed, it is hardly possible to separate you even when he is summoned to a secret council. and
4: You are not. Wait, we're coming too! have to send all tied up in a sack to stop it. Anyway,
6: you need people of intelligence on this sort of...
2: Question.
6: Quest. Thing. Well, that rules you out. Nine companions. So be it.
5: You shall be the fellowship of the ring. Right.
1: Where are we going?
0: And <laughs> Twice you get the I don't know the way. Where are we going? And that's part of the adventure. Uh, but you've got everything here. we got a dwarf and an elf that they hate each other racially, and you've got noblemen, and you've got silly hobbits all banding together for one purpose, and it's to tackle the impossible task. This came out of my reala- realization recently that Jesus' prayer that we find, and it really should be the Lord's prayer uh, as opposed to the disciples' prayer we're all familiar with, but John 17 is Jesus praying for us. He prayed for the disciples, but he also prayed for all that would follow and be part of his kingdom, and he prayed almost entirely for unity. And in several of the clips we've seen, how well things go when you have very diverse people united mm-hmm. in doing one thing for the kingdom.
5: Kind of like the disciples.
0: Yeah, and they were uh, great. They, I'm sure they had their yeah. practical jokers. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, they, they basically were. Some elves Yeah, some dwarves. Yeah. Or. <laughs> uh, and maybe even a minimus or maximus <laughs> or two. But it, it is God who can bring together people of such bizarre, like us, I mean, we're a very different bunch, even though most of us are pretty silly most of the time, except for our wise elder who is about to speak.
1: Well, just imagine that uh, you are fixing to hear my clip, the clip I should have picked but didn't, and it's from Shrek, <laughs> where Shrek talks about ogres are like onions. They have layers. Well, to me, this Last Supper is like an onion or an ogre. It has lots of layers. The one that I wanted to focus on is, is a little bit different tack, and uh, it, it doesn't come from what Jesus said at the Last Supper, but it comes from what Paul had to say about it. And we are to examine ourselves when we're partaking of a Communion. And I think that's a very crucial part of it. And one of the things that is designed to help us try to stay on track. Because if we never really consider where we are, then we're gonna be lost without knowing it.
2: So is there a particular story that jumps out in your mind of a time when you went, oh, like,
1: Oh, well, there's been a lot of them over the years. Well, let's go with one. That's fine. <laughs> I can't remember a specific no, now. one. But, uh, yeah, there were times back years ago that I would not partake of communion because I would realize that I had screamed some profanities the day before or, or whatever, and I felt like that— And you
2: kickboxed?
1: Yeah, uh, that back when my temper used to be out of control, but— I didn't feel like that I was in a position to be able to take communion, and then I came to realize that's when I needed the most.
0: And it, no one is. I mean, we yeah. all fall short of yeah, I mean, being worthy of
1: receiving. Right. And uh, so it then became that even if I've messed up bad, I still want to partake of the communion because that's what will draw me back to Christ.
3: Yeah, because you got to go down the path of didn't he pay enough? Right. He paid it all to all to him all I owe. And the stakes are that high.
2: It was life and death and that it, it's it's a gigantic thing and very serious. So I, I always loved that examining part myself too, Harold. Like you know, here we are, God, what 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 do we need to look at? Yep. And and, and again, knowing Harold as I know him, um one of my favorite things, because we pray around the table every Thursday, is you can just count on the fact that Harold is always gonna be saying, Lord, and forgive us where we come up short.
3: <laughs> and some shorter than others. I know. Enough,
2: enough short jokes. <laughs>
1: you know, that just rolled out of there. I didn't anticipate saying it until I was The real beauty of it is that I'm laughing just like you are. <laughs> it is. But he really does.
2: He, he, he often helps me because I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, man, oh, yeah. I, I do um, come up much shorter uh, regardless of, of stature.
1: One of the things that's been a real disappointment in my life is that when I was a young guy and using profanity and pornography and all the other things that were wrong, and I was thinking, boy, I can't wait till I get old so I don't have to do this anymore. <laughs> Guess what? <clears throat> 82 ain't old enough. <laughs> it is easier, though, as we get there.
0: Uh, you remind, And I think I said it before the show, but uh, what this has reminded me of and what the Lord's Supper tells me is not, our very greatest accomplishment and righteousness is filthy rags yeah. before God. But the one that owes us absolutely nothing, God gave everything so that we could be with him. And so really, what righteousness we do have is a loving response to the one that's given us everything.
5: Yeah, I was, I was thinking that same thing is, you know, this, this ministry is about, a big part of it is about breakthrough. And we can all sit here and tell where God has brought us from. Yet we are supposed to examine ourselves. And in that thing, communion to me is is partly in that celebration. God, I thank you for where you brought me from that I don't do those things anymore. That doesn't mean that I've arrived or I've got it down. There's also, I think you're able to see more. The more you have breakthrough in, the more you're able to see the other deficiencies and the things that need to be worked on the examining of yourself but it can be of God I thank you that I'm not where I used to be I still am not where I want to go I'm on this journey but it's a good place and I'm no I don't take any credit for any of it I thank you for bringing me along this journey but I sure do thank you that I'm not where I was
1: yeah I think the 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 crux of what we're talking about the sacrifice of Christ is that the table that is before us, you bring absolutely nothing to the table. Right. <laughs> you can't, you can't leave a tip. Mm. You don't bring the drinks. You know, none of that stuff. No. Jesus, when He says He paid it all, He paid it all. Yeah. And you know, and I know, me and are challenged. This man is challenged with that because I want to bring something to the table. Well, you know, I bring my yeah. faith. Well, He gave that to me too. Yeah. So.
3: Yeah, so you go down this path. I I was really camping out with the same place as Harold, and I love that you brought up that fact of examining yourself because I hadn't thought of that. But it was along the lines of I can easily look around the room, I can look around wherever I'm at, and go, look at what everybody else is doing. Do I examine myself and say, well, what are you doing yourself? You know that is so hard. I'm just that pride just just jumps out, and it's so hard to humble yourself to say. But for God, there go I. And it's I, I do it all the time. And just in any type of small discussions, you know, we'll have discussions all the time. It'll just jump up in there.
5: And that was a trap of the disciples too. They were constantly comparing themselves one way or another. And I think we all fell into that for some time. And hopefully that's our, in, in the continuum, we're we're working away from that to where we we focus on our own self-awareness and what, we, what we're doing instead of what everybody else is. I mean, I if everybody else is doing it perfect or they or they I was going or they don't they don't live up or whatever they don't meet some kind of it doesn't matter it's irrelevant it's just me yeah. and
2: and there was the the angle as is Harold brought out beautifully that there are a lot of layers to it yeah and john right you mm-hmm. you got peter who's out there with all the bravado right yeah. he's he's yeah. I've got this man no yeah. problem you're not you know yeah. but in the meantime john is where He's on Jesus's bosom, right? He yeah. he's he's right there, yeah. And 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 makes reference to himself, yeah. You know, like the when he's writing the story,
3: are... <laughs> the disciple. You know, Jesus. I'm the
2: one. I'm the one. You know, <laughs> That's so, actually
3: humility. Yeah,
2: it's 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 a beautiful thing <laughs> that, like, how many times can all of us relate to the point that you were actually there, right? That that yeah. I did feel like I was in Jesus's bosom at that point, right,
1: mm-hmm. Danny? Yeah, you know the the beauty of that story. I always thought about if he's laying his head on Jesus' bosom, he's hearing the heartbeat of God, literally. And, mm. and and you know what a place to be at a, such a time as this, right? Oh yeah, because this is a
2: heartbeat of God. While well, he's got Judas at yeah. the table, he's talking right. about his own betrayal. He's talking about all these things, and the covenant that he's going to make with his own blood. Yeah, and all but, all but, of them are yeah. going. All of them are going. Hey,
6: yeah, ask him dog you know but I mean you know,
5: jo, jo, um, Robbie's a protege of John you know because he always thinks God I'm his favorite is his favorite right so but you know that's the beauty of God is he makes us all feel like we're this his favorite right
0: and I'm guessing there was gossiping at the far ends of the table about I bet it's him I bet it's him too that's human nature yep. it's James. <laughs> James has two yeah. possibilities there so
2: and thank you, Rodney, for an amazing topic. Yeah, good topic. And you know, we're missing a few people at this table. And yep. so we need you at the boot camp. I don't know how else to put it except man, we would love, love, love to enjoy your fellowship if you in go. In November, Mas- right? It's Not- November 16th through the nineteenth. Yeah, and and April. a weekend before Thanksgiving, <laughs> and later on in April. But you go to Masculine Journey, please. Masculinejourney.org. We would love to see you there. Thanks so much for listening. And for, for Sam, we'll see you hopefully next week, finally.
1: <laughs> this is the Truth Network.